SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. It is a Tuesday evening. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you too to the MoneyWeb team. They're back again tomorrow evening at 6, keeping you updated with what's happening uh, with your money and uh, everyone else's money and all the markets. So make sure you tune in then. Coming up uh, on this evening's show, we'll be uh, touching base with Robert Marawa, who is in Morocco ahead of the 2017 Laureus Sports Awards. Wade van Nikak uh, up for one of the big awards this evening and we'll uh, chat to Robert to find out what his thoughts are, particularly around Wade Finnickak's chances. Uh, he's up against some stiff competition tonight, I can tell you that. We'll also uh, chat some crickets with the Proteas in New Zealand, and we'll also uh, find out from Stephen Mokoka there's some uh, interesting developments as far as cross-country, and we'll also hear from Banyana Banyana striker Andy Siwe Mkoy, and uh, the reason we'll be chatting to her is she's joined German club FC Saarbrücken Frauen on a six-month contract with an option to renew, so a great move for her. We'll chat uh, about that a little bit later on in the show. In other domestic football news, Cape Town City continue to be the surprise package this season, but their coach Eric Tinkler says they're not targeting the title just yet. He says they're not getting ahead of themselves. City moved to 31 points with their victory over Ajax Cape Town this past weekend, and Tinkler says he's pleased to have hit their first season objective. You know, that's far from my mind, but I must be entirely honest with you, you know. Um, I'm extremely proud of what we've achieved so far and uh, you know it's, it's about now preparing for the game against uh, Pirates and like I said our target was to hit the 30 points we've achieved that now we look to, to ensure that we're in that top 8 you know that's, that's the target I really set myself at the beginning of the season and we stand a realistic chance of achieving, achieving that Following the derby this past weekend, Tinkler says he must give credit to Ajax Cape Town for their promotion of the match, turning it into a great showpiece in South African football. Definitely. But, you know, also I must must congratulate Ajax because, you know, I thought they they brought numbers uh, into the stadium and also Cape Town City recently. It's probably the fullest I've seen uh, the stadium. And, you know, I thought the organization done by Ajax to attract the fans was, was very good. And, you know, hopefully we put on a good spectacle uh, and we'll attract more fans. Possibly we meet each other again in the net bank, you never know, and we start building that crowd base. We both benefit from it. <laughs> Some actions to look forward to this evening. Sundowns up against Chipper United in East London. Also fixtures uh, in Europe. UEFA Champions League action. Benfica hosting Borussia Dortmund. Barcelona travel to PSG. Same with news out of Europe. Tottenham Hotspur's Harry Winks has signed a new contract. that will keep him at White Hart Lane until 2022. On to cricket now, and the T20 warm-up match between New Zealand, uh, a New Zealand 11 and South Africa was abandoned earlier today without a ball being bowled due to rain in Auckland. South African skipper Faf Duplessis says despite the frustration, the team is in a great space right now. I think especially the, the last while, we've been playing really good cricket, uh, even away from home as well. Obviously, we've got a nice, nice thing going at home where we've won, I think, 12 on the row, 12 on the bounce. Um, and it's important when you come to a place like New Zealand. Obviously, they're a quality one-day one-day team with a, a really good record at home as well. So you need all the, I suppose, confidence and momentum on your side. Um, got some good memories here from last time, as, as we, in the one-day series that we, we beat New Zealand. So obviously, nice experienced side that that we've got against again in New Zealand. Um, 
but most recently is the, the, the New Zealand World Cup game that we played against New Zealand here at, uh, in Eden Park, which was, which was a great game. So it will, be, it will be mixed feelings getting back there. Speaking of that game, Duplessis says he's looking forward to burying those ghosts uh, when they play the Black Caps, especially after that semi-final loss. I think, honestly, something like that, you, you'll always carry it with you. Um, as a team, we've definitely put it behind us, but that the emotions of that day will, will always be with us. Um, and I think that's not not a bad thing. You know, it was a although we were on the wrong side of the of, the, of winning the game, it was a great day of cricket, and it's something that will always be with us. On the horizon for the Proteas is the ICC Champions Trophy in England, which gets underway middle of the year. The skipper feels that if they can't be in England preparing for it, New Zealand is the next best. Yeah, New Zealand is a, a, almost a perfect... I mean, New Zealand and England is probably the two places that you want to be playing ahead of a Champions Trophy um, from a conditions perspective, but also the opposition. Uh, they, you know, New Zealand has a, has a lot of great energy in their team uh, and they're very competitive, especially in the fielding department. So you always feel their presence. Um, and that's something, that pressure and that presence that you almost want to try and practice as much as possible before you get to a big tournament. It was also announced earlier today Cricket New Zealand have moved the fourth ODI between the Black Caps and the Proteus to Hamilton due to inadequate drainage in Napier. Bad news for England all-rounder David Willey will miss their three-match ODI series in the West Indies next month. He's uh, had to undergo shoulder surgery. While in cycling news, banned and disgraced cyclist Lance Armstrong has lost his bid to block a $100 million lawsuit by the U.S. government. The suit alleges that Armstrong defrauded the government by cheating while riding for the publicly funded U.S. Postal Service team. Finally on to Rugby Island have been dealt to blow. Fullback Rob Kearney looks a doubtful starter for the rest of the Six Nations due to an arm injury. Meanwhile, Jamie Heaslip has signed a new contract with the Irish Rugby Union. It'll see him stay in Ireland until the 20. 19 Rugby World Cup. Coming up next, we'll head uh, to Europe to find out more about the Laureus Sports Awards this evening. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, joining us now from Europe ahead of the 2017 Laureus Sports Awards is uh, SABC's Robert Marawa. Robert, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Uh, you're hob- hobnobbing with the rich and famous tonight, I see. <laughs> uh, not at all, Grant. It's all in the spirit of something called work and supporting especially from a South African perspective, a certain gentleman by the name of Wade van Nikak. Yeah, absolutely. He's nominated in the Best Newcomer Award. It's, uh, it's going to be tight tonight, but, but I mean, Wade's had a, an, an incredible year. I mean, if you, if you look at what he achieved uh, in 2016 with his uh, Olympic gold medal, uh, world record, running blind in lane eight, uh, just achieving, that's great, but uh, he's, he's going to have his hands full tonight. He's in a, in a very, very uh, tough category. Not a doubt. I mean, 43.03 seconds in that 400 meters final in the Rio uh, Olympic Games. So, you know, shattering Michael Johnson's record of 17 years, as we all know. I had a chat with Michael Johnson. It was a sit-down conversation with him earlier today. And really, I asked him about what he thought of Wade. And he said, well, he saw it coming. A lot of the people, especially the commentators on the day, uh, didn't actually anticipate that. He said, well, he had watched him. Uh, in the in the build-up towards the Olympics, and he wasn't really surprised. It's just that his technique is on point, the fact that his application is great, and that he works extremely hard. And he says that the prospects of way even bettering the record are so much more, and that's what kind of made me think, well, and if a guy 
who won in his entire career over 19 gold medals, uh, no silver, no bronze in that way, had something like that to say that you're going to sit back and say, well, in this category that they call the breakthrough of the year, I mean, he's there with Ayana. Ayana, the Ethiopian who broke the world record over 14 seconds to win the Olympic gold medal in the 10,000 meters is in that group. You follow rugby, Brad. You know, Pete men's rugby sevens team has done an outstanding job and, you know, routing the great British team uh, 43-7 uh, from Korea in the final of the Olympic sevens. Then you got Iceland. Now, Iceland's made everybody sit back and say, what on earth is going on here? And that was in the year of 2016. You know, the once powerful England, they're going to hiding from them. They knew exactly what was going on. So Iceland is in their Leicester city. I'm not going to talk about their current form, but the fact that one pulled away and one of 5,000 to one outsiders, uh, the EPL, as well as Becker Osberg. Now, wait for the EGAC is slotted into that slot. And you, I mean, you can even ask your listeners who they would vote for. It's a tough, tough group, I can tell you that much. And, Robert, I think that's one of the things that makes this award ceremony so great, is it's not just one sporting code. I mean, you, you look at those names, yeah. uh, it's the who's who. And, uh, I mean, I just get goosebumps with you talking about and And <laughs> just him being nominated there is a massive achievement. Oh, it is. Uh, I think South Africans should be very proud. I mean, he's been sweeping clean with the SA Sports Awards. I don't know how many cars are parked in his yard right now. <laughs> it was almost so overdue as per SA Awards events. You know, but he remains very humble. Uh, we're going to be seeing him later on out there on the red carpet uh, doing his thing. You know, the world has taken notice. The world knows who he is. And, and the fact that he just wants to focus on getting better and bettering his record. He's been going around the world, winning accolades, winning awards and so on. And it really is amazing. Also got a chat to, as, you know, just quickly peeling away from that, is a recruiter who's no stranger to South Africa. Uh, you know, we, we, we've had them in the country in 2010 for the World Cup. He's done analysis as well in Randberg, et cetera. And he also is now part of the Lawrence team. So they'll be announcing him as part of that, uh, which is excellent. I mean, he's a guy that really gives selflessly of his time a former Bolando winner. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have a great deal of respect uh, for somebody like that. And, you know, try to get him to protect the team of the year. You've got Brazil, the women's Olympic football team that are there. Uh, the Chicago Cubs, the baseball team are there. Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, for a lot of us that stay up very late at night. White basketball, one of sports great success stories. You've got LeBron James, uh, who went back for his first team. Uh, I mean, he played at the very first time he stepped out. Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, leading them to the NBA championship for the very first time. They beat the Golden State Warriors in that final. We're coming off a regular season record of 73-1. So uh, that alone says something. But you've also got slotted in that team of the air, Brad, uh, Mercedes. The team, Germany, motor racing, are in there. Portugal's football team. Who would have thought Portugal winning European championships after beating the host nation France in that final uh, extra time goal that came through. Then you got Real Madrid, you know, and the new managers, Zinedine Zidane. You can confuse. I mean, I literally go numb when I look at the array of people, the kind of talent that the Laureus brings together every year, and especially this year, it is going to be one hell of a tough thing. And we haven't even spoken about the sportswoman of the year, neither have we spoken about the sportswoman of the year.
<laughs> exactly. I mean, Robert, it's, it's the Grammys of sport. I mean, we had the Grammys uh, musically taking place last night, but this is it. It's, uh, the, the, these are the highest accolades you can get as a, as a sportsman. And, and as you were saying that you were talking about the categories, and I was looking at some of the names of people who have won the sportsman uh, of, the, of the year award in the past. I mean, it's the likes of Novak Djokovic, Tony Hawk, uh, I mean, Dan Carter. It, it is the who's who. And uh, you mentioned someone like Wade Van Ickank, just to wrap up with him. He's still a youngster. And, and yes, he's got the, the sort of breaks of the year, but he's got a long career ahead of him. And this won't be the last time we're hearing his name in this nominee list, I'm sure. No, without a doubt. I mean, Wade has got his head put on the right way. He is the person who's focused. He knows what he wants out of life. He made a decision that career-wise he wants to embark on. Everybody talks about his work ethic. Everybody talks about how he just looks after himself. He's not going to take this lightly. He knows it's going to put him right there. And let me quickly nibble on the sportsman up here because you've got Usain Bolt of Jamaica who's there winning the 100, 204 by 100 meter relay gold medals at the Rio Olympics and so much more that he's done. He's up against Steph Curry now, basketball fans would know that Steph Curry, the first unanimous winner of the NBA's regular season, most valuable player award. Now, <laughs> what do we have to say about him? You know, he broke the NBA record, most wins in a season. Uh, I think you're up to 73 Wednesday. But Mo Farah, despite everything that was said about him, he managed to win the 5,000 and 10,000 meters in Rio, repeating that success from London 2012. He continues to really make the world stand up and say, sure, more white, more victories, more Farah. And LeBron James talked about him, yeah, leading the Cavaliers to victory. So not only is he in the team category, he's also individually now being selected. Uh, for that one feat as well, the MVP and the finals, emotional success at was Andy Murray also comes into the reckoning, his second Wimbledon title, a second straight Olympic gold as well in Rio. Uh, you know, people never gave Andy a chance in doing anything. And of course, you leave it for last and you slot in the name of Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> of Portugal there, played a key role in Portugal's 2016 and, 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 I mean, he's been breaking records equally. Uh, Michel Platini's record for most goals scored in European Championships. Uh, he's also won himself the Champions League. Now, I don't even know, Brad. Just those names alone. If I'm a judge, I walk out the door. No, exactly. And, uh, Robert, you're going to be hanging out in the same room as all of those tonight. So enjoy it. So I know you're just about to head off to the red carpet. Uh, best of luck. And, uh, yeah, enjoy it. It's, uh, it's a great experience. And, uh, Laureus doing some amazing things around the world with growing sport and using sport for change. Uh, it's a wonderful organization. And, and yeah, honoring the, the men and women and teams that we love to watch day in and day out. In, enjoy the ceremony tonight. I would not doubt and I think all eyes will be certain and weighed and uh, we wish him the best of luck and I certainly do uh, whatever happens tonight the thing is the world is sacked up and they've taken note and he's amongst the best in the world Brad thank you so much for the time man. it took decades for South Africa to have the constitution it has today the least we can do is take a few seconds to understand it. Section 32 of the Bill of Rights states that everyone has the right of access to any information held by the state and any information held by another person and that is required for the protection, protection on any rights. rights. SAFM. We can't put a price on our constitution but we can remind you about its infinite worth. And that's what makes us South Africa's news and information leader. 
This is Queen Bee. To all you lovers of design, join the conversation this Thursday on hashtag top billing for the houses of our dreams. Walk with me in a mansion so grand they could only call it the Gatsby. Malcolm Cook and Christian Gabriel Detroit Studio is a home away from home and an old beach bungalow is reborn as every kind of house you could want in one. That's top billing Thursday night at 8, repeat Sunday at 12.30 on SABC3. Show your inquisitive side. Keep listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. On to some cricket now, and former Proteas coach Graham Ford believes that South Africa are the best fielding side in the world. He's saying John T. Rhodes should be given huge credit for their high standards. Rhodes is, uh, Rhodes is widely regarded as one of the greatest fielders to have ever uh, played the game around his show. He's built his game around sharp catching, ground fielding, and throwing down the stumps from his favourite backward point position. Most of the players in the current squad would have seen Rhodes play while growing up, and Ford, who's the current Sri Lankan coach, says he has inspired a generation. I'm not too sure whether there's any other side in world, in world cricket that can field as brilliantly as they do. Um, if there is, hopefully we don't have to play against them because uh, their, their fielding is, is electric. They've got some amazing athletes in, the, in their fielding group. And um, you know, I think this, this current... Well, South Africa are, are, are very lucky that John T. Sense set such a great uh, example years and years ago. So these guys that are playing for South Africa now, when they were young kids... All they wanted to be was to be like Jonty. So they've, from a very young age, um, <clears throat> you know, really worked on their fielding and, and enjoyed their fielding. And it shows up when they, you know, get out there. Ford, who coached South Africa when the team included the likes of Rhodes, Sean Pollock, Jacques Callis, Mackay and and Graham Smith, to name just a few, feels that the current generation, who are led by Amy de Villiers and Faf du all have the potential to continue dominating the global game. The group of players, they are outstanding. We see them uh, performing brilliantly in the RPLs and things. Is that, that top six batting order is, is absolutely devastating. Um, the, the bowling, is, the, the pressure is always on with that bowling unit. Ford Sri Lankan team has just ended their six-week tour of South Africa where they were handed whitewashes in both the Test and One Day International Series uh, with South Africa winning 3-0 and 5-0 respectively. However, they did manage to uh, better the hosts in the T20 Series. They won that one 2-1. Ford believes that as tough as the tour was uh, for the young team, uh, there was lots to learn out of it. Uh, the South African side is a, is a brilliant one day side. They, they beat the, the number one team in the world 5 0 here in South Africa just the other day. It has been long and tough, and I, I think we expected that. And uh, some of the guys, um, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a, uh, a jolt to come and see just how tough it is to play in, in foreign conditions or South African conditions. Uh, the manager was saying a bit earlier, I think only two of these one day boys have been to South Africa before. So um, from that point of view, it's got to be a learning, a big learning opportunity. Um, I, I, th- I think if we're realistic and we look at uh, the players that we've got and the, and the ages and the, the amount of games they've played, um, it is about learning and it is about improving. Uh, at times we've shown improvements. At times I've hoped for more improvement. So... Um, it's not an easy task at all for our lads, and uh, I, I was quite excited with what I saw. 
You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. On to some athletics now. South African middle distance runner Stephen McCorker is excited that the World Cross Country Championships are to be held in Africa for the first time since 2007. The International Association of Athletics Federation, IAAF, organized event will take place in the Ugandan capital Kampala next month. McCorker is part of the preliminary team announced by Athletics South Africa last month that will compete in the global event. No, for, for me, I'm, I, I'm uh, uh, cross country, it's uh, one of the biggest events I'm happy brought in Africa. And then, uh, I mean, I hope uh, the team will be selected, and then once the team is selected, at least get the opportunity to go and compete, especially in Africa, because normally we go to Asia, America, and all those things, Europe, and all those things, but having an event in Africa like that, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's going to be good, because the last time we had a, a championship of that nature, I mean, of all championships, I think, I hear and I read, it was 1990-something, somewhere in Cape Town, so... I mean, them bringing it again. I mean, in Africa, it's a very, it's a very good initiative, and we hope uh, most of the events are brought here. So, for me, all I can say is we are looking forward as a South Africa, and then I see the guys are doing well. And then there was an event that people ran at a time, which they said is one of the selection uh, event, and then they still have another event that is going to be considered. I mean, they're going to consider athletes once they do well. So for me, I can say it's one of the biggest event because you know. As a development, I mean, athletes, they need to do cross-country because it's a very important uh, event because it's a basic thing for, for, for running. So I can say well, cross-country is good for South African athletes. The last time the event was held on the continent was 10 years ago in Mombasa. SA also hosted the event in Stellenbosch back in 1996. Other big names, uh, Superstition Zima and Lebohang Polula, will also form part of a formidable team trying to qualify for the biennial event. The African champion in the 10,000 meter event, Makoka, is hoping to finish in the top 20 this year. Individually, I mean, world cross country, the main aim, I mean, I believe almost every athlete is. Uh, goal is to run closer to one because I mean if you finish top 20 you, you are regarded as one of the gold they will sit as athletes so for, for me as an individual every time I go to championships like that of that nature of IAAF I always aim to be inside top 20 inside top 10 so that I can get the status because once you get the status you get a certain value you get a certain standard and you can get invitation for specific races so it's my dream as well all the time when I go to championships to finish inside top 20 the 32-year-old competed at the 2012 London Olympic Games where he finished 49th in the 10,000 meter event. He also took part at the Rio Games in Brazil last year where he finished in a respectable 18th position for the same event. It'll be a busy year for Makoka, but his main target is to qualify for the World Championships in London in August. It's going to be a busy year this year for us because uh, there is cross-country, there is track and field and there are a few other races that one needs to do. So for me as an individual... Uh, main goal is to be part of the World Championships. I saw the provincial team is out and I saw I was shortlisted and I hope in the final team my name is still there because I want to go back to uh, try run again uh, the 10k on the track because uh, I was very happy about my results last year at the Olympics because I managed to run a 27 minutes so I mean it was the first time I ran a 27 minutes on the track in terms of the championship so my aim this year again is if I'm considered for the track I'll go back again and try to run um, in 27 minutes. So that's the, basically the main uh, event for, the, for, for me this year. 
McCorker is uh, a final year student uh, in sports management at the University or at the Twan University of Technology. And he's also grooming future athletes alongside his coach, Michael Seme, the veteran mentor who was coach to the Olympic champion Custer Semenya at the London Olympics and World Championships in Berlin in 2009. Me and my coach will work together with these young boys that I work with now and some of the 800 meters and 1500 meters athletes, which I hope they run well so that they can get opportunity abroad because it's not always nicer for you alone to be the only person who always goes abroad but while you have other fellow teammates who can do I mean you are not getting opportunities but for me we work together my coach trying to do try all the tech tricks all the tactics we I mean some of them we saw them running over I mean two weeks ago they ran 600 most of them they ran a PB and then I mean if they do well this year they can lower their times and the more they lower the times the the greater the chances of them getting the opportunities because the good part about them is they are still early 20s so all I'm hoping for is I know maybe I'm one of the motivators for them and then I hope uh, they, they get inspired and they get motivated and they still work hard like we do now you can see it's one o'clock but we are having our lunch as training people are going to, 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 to have lunch but my coach decided that this is a good weather for training so we have to come and work so I can say with the sacrifice they do even the sacrifice that I do, one day God bless us and then we end up producing good results and maybe be somewhere in the world in terms of the world rankings. SAFM Sports Wrap. On to some football news now and as you heard at the top of the show, Banyana Banyana striker uh, Andy Siwe Nkoi has signed a deal with uh, German Bundesliga 2 side SC Saar Brooklyn Frauen. Nkoi concluded the deal last month and she's expecting to draw from her previous experience in Europe. Apparently, in Italy, agent like last year, called AWC, and then after that, um, Italy, it came like early this year, because they were not sure uh, until manager long ago, so they are giving me a six month contract. Like, we're looking for a minute today, so I'm still waiting for the ticket. And, yeah. and how did the whole move come about? It started like last year with AWC. <laughs> So that guy, Ongun, I think Monella PAWC, so we were interested in doing the long and then that's where they decided to sign. I understand that um, also you spent some time in, in Slovakia. Uh, did you have to go through some trials maybe with the club? Yeah, after you know, the um, EUFA e, e, Champions League, it is a um, uh, Cyprus. Um, after I went to the club, but with a um, different agent. So I uh, went for trials for three days, and then I don't know what happened, but I didn't, uh, I didn't sign with them. So it's going to be the second time. I don't know whether it's been started for me, because it was um, four years back. I'm sure you also look at this and you think that your experience, having played in Slovakia and Europe, um, at least it will make it easier for you to settle in Germany. During her previous spell in Europe between 2012 and 2014, Goy played in the UEFA Champions League and she believes that she can help her new team gain promotion to the higher division of women's Bundesliga. The reason why Bang Sainile so the accessibility as it's like uh, um, I think Bafunia be another um, level of the league, maybe like like first division. So because they're in second division, division for that league, so 
maybe they're struggling to score a muffle to, to win games. So that's why I decided to sign up in Strike Asana Pan. So, I mean, I have to get there and to Unsebin, so Bang Bang Lens, so Bang Sign the one. And you also going there on a six month low and uh, deal uh, with an option, and I'm sure you want to impress so that your stay there can, can be longer. Me, a good team. Uh, like it's out, 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 out to me, everything is improving. Which like he, sign it, like bank sign it to, but extend the the contract a bit more because illegal contract. I think he has a lot more and then he started again on focus. I don't know if he's the same in 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 Slovakia. Currently, Mkoi becomes the second Banyana player to move to Europe after Holland-based goalkeeper Roxanne Barker. Recently, Captain Janine van Veek joined U.S. club Houston Dash. The number of overseas-based players is increasing at Banyana, and Mkoi, with 41 international caps and 16 goals, believes that uh, it is what South African women's senior national team needs to grow internationally. Yeah, I think it's going to help us because uh, most of the African teams that we play Sierra now will be Africa. I'm a, a player as well, what I like overseas. So, in Alana, as it, like, everyone knows, with Ilikesi Jalai, I go strong. That's why Sinama challenges when it comes with military Nama team are strong. Because, you know, the, um, a challenge is to tell some people in Abanyana because. As much as sometimes we speak about uh, our local league, yes, there's a Sasso league, but it is not as competitive as some of these European leagues. Yes, because like, um, when you're talking about Nigeria, but the league like at all because some of the players they paid and Cameroon, but the league 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 at all. So I find in the year to see that Lana was decide as not as much challenges as not much challenges. We so like we just play game and we na mamasko amaku because like we just playing in the like as much challenges. And that's about it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, just some news coming through a short while ago and some uh, cricket news. Mornay van Veik has stepped down as uh, captain of the Dolphins with uh, batter Kaya Zondo taking over the reins. Great news uh, for the Dolphins there. And uh, Manchester City confirming that Gabriel Jesus has uh, suffered a fractured metatarsal that uh, happened during their 2-0 win over Bournemouth. So not great news for the citizens in that one. Don't forget, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns up against Chipper United tonight in the Premiership. We'll have all those results for you tomorrow morning uh, as, as well as the UEFA Champions League uh, results on AM Live. Make sure you tune in. Janet Whitten will have all of that for you. Coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock this evening, it is the talk shop with uh, Naledi Maleo and uh, lots to talk about and get through this evening on that show as well, so make sure you stay tuned. Don't forget, if you have any comments or suggestions or if you'd like to just reach out, you can uh, find us on social media. I'm personally at Big Brad Brown across all the platforms or you can get in touch with uh, SAFM Radio. That's where you'll find us uh, on the various platforms as well. Thank you very much to my producer, Siobhan Tetti, this evening. I'll be back again tomorrow. Uh, on PM Live right now, though it is 7 o'clock in time for your news.